Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Pull out the stereo table because another record has been set. The markets move to another leg higher, all-time highs. Mark the date, mark your calendars. We're in late October. It's the scary, spooky month. It's been a heck of a year. We've had roaring markets. We've had sideways market. We've had creepy, upset markets. And yet again, we hit an all-time high. So anything that you've invested in your S&P 500 fund, large-cap blue-chip fund, has probably made you money. Unless you did something wrong in there. Like, I don't know. Always bought high, sold low. Um, Unless you did something wrong. The market did what it's supposed to do. Hit all-time highs. Push forward on capitalism. Uh, Corporations are doing what they're supposed to. Earnings season is okay. We'll talk about that. This is a big week for earnings. Uh, Anytime you hit all-time highs, you want to put up or shut up. You want to prove it. You want to put your mouth money where your mouth is. So here we are at above 3027, the record set on July 26. So it took us a while to get back. As the Beatles once said, get back to where you once belonged. President Donald Trump called it in a tweet, the move to record highs, a big win for jobs, 401ks, and frankly, everyone. <laughs> Our country's doing great. Even killed long-sought ISIS murderer al-Baghdadi. We're stronger than ever before. We are great upward potential. Enjoy. <laughs> I like how he takes credit for a system that's basically figured out a way not to become politicized. It does well in good economies and bad economies. It does well in Republicans and Democrats and Libertarians. Sometimes it, it, it waits. Sometimes it gets nervous, but the market does what it's supposed to do. Last week, the markets were up 1.2%, and that set the stage for the breakout today. Technical backdrop improved. We started creeping higher. You get into a situation where fund managers are like, wait, wait, I can't position us for a loss because at the end of the year, people are going to do a report card. They're going to look at big blue chip stocks. They're going to look at their risk reward profile, which is something a CFP does a nice job of. If the market's up 30%, and you were interviewed by the CFP, and, he sa- and you said that you're scared, that you've got $10 million, that you don't want to lose money. If the market's up 30%, you're not going to be up 30% with the CFP, because he's heard you. He's heard you say that you want to manage your risk. So keep that in mind. Um, other issues to think about today, and there are a plenty. Earnings season. Apple's going to come out with a big one this week. Apple is a large cap company. And you know, I said the S&P 500 hit a large 
uh, is doing well, and if you own a big blue chip, large chip mutual fund, well, the S&P 500 is a big blue chip, large index fund, very similar to a mutual fund. Not quite, but it's in the same vein. And to make a long story short, um, a little bit of on how Apple does. So we'll do the S&P 500 this week, but not completely. There's more to it than just that, but it is a large cap and it's a weighted index. So a 300-pound swinger weighs more than a 100-pound stock, uh, and they do it by market capitalization. 800-516-1212, I need to get your calls on the air. Do you have any questions? Walgreens Boot Alliance. That's a company name that is a little tough on the words, right? Walgreens Boot Alliance. It's a, a merger as the pharmaceutical companies dealt with pharmaceutical distributors who dealt with big pharmacies, who dealt with big corporations. Sometimes these pieces get involved with each other. Sometimes the big corporations like an Amazon want to become a drug distributor. Sometimes the drug distributors want to become like a CVS or retailer or a Walgreens in large part because um, they can control the cost. They can get more to more people. They can go for volume, volume, volume. They can try to get the volume discounts from the pharmaceutical companies. But Walgreens Boot Alliance is out there. AT&T and Spotify, their their companies reporting stronger than forecast profits. Spotify, good. Music company, AT&T telecommunication company. Chinese state-run news agency, Xinjua. Pointed, there you go. Pointed to progress being made on trade. I think a lot of people expect this whole phase one thing to get done this year. And then for China to slow it down before making a big deal, just in case Warren gets elected. Warren would be the the enemy of China because she's even more pro-American jobs than Trump is. Apple, United Healthcare, JP Morgan Chase are all stocks moving the markets higher today. Last month, Apple shares were up 10% around optimism around the iPhone 11 sales. Guess what we're going to find out this week? How the iPhone 11 sales went. I own shares of Apple. It's sort of work advisor for taking action. Any stocks I ever mentioned. Um, United Healthcare has rallied 12.7% for the month of October. Again, big pharmaceutical uh, insurance company. Not pharmaceutical. Probably better to say a healthcare insurance company. Uh, J.P. Morgan Chase, you're talking about a big bank, up 7%. So you're kind of seeing it's coming from all over. It's not just one sector who's shining. Microsoft nabbed a $10 billion defense contract. And what I, I, I can't imagine that the, the, the Democrats are saying, what? When it was revealed on Friday that President Trump requested his Secretary of Defense to not award a contract to Amazon, essentially no matter what. Again, I didn't see the memo. I wasn't in the room, but it looks like Trump told a general, you're going to want to pick someone other than Amazon Web Services to do our web services in the battlefield. We want maybe, hint, hint, wink, wink, nudge, nudge, book, book, Microsoft. I don't know how I feel about that. Um, Again, there's so much coming at the president. It's like we caught a terrorist on Saturday morning or killed a terrorist. Um, It Killing a terrorist is a, a politically dicey thing. In large part, uh, on the one side, you get the Republican 
support that there's pro, hey, take out the bad guys before the bad guys take us out. Uh, on the other hand, when you say that he died like a dog and whimpered and blew up three of his children in their own process, you tend to make that guy a little bit more, how should we say, higher profile, a little bit more radicalized for the people who loved him or believed him. So Obama had a way of going about, oh, bin Laden's gone and we're a better place. Please move on, do your business. Or is Trump, he's staring straight into the action camera watching uh, get taken out. Uh, very, very different approaches. What's going to move the stock market higher now? Um, that's a good question. It's it's a business of what have you done for me lately? No, not really. It's a business of what are you going to do for me next? So will Apple's TV product click? Uh, will United Healthcare you know continue to get in between the political aspirations of a couple of Democrats and maybe say, you know, hey, we're doing a good job and you don't have to demonize us. And how will they stand up? I think the next big stocks to move us higher are Facebook, Disney, and Salesforce. I think a lot of the companies have already done their job in the Dow. Those are the guys that I've identified as potential next big leg ups. Now, big ups, I'm thinking 5 10%. I'm not take, thinking like 20, 25, 30, 35, 40. Hey, you can find me on newfocusfinancial.com. I have a big seminar coming up in the month of November. Find it at newfocusfinancial.com and listen to the commercials and sign up sooner rather than later. Use the code radio25 to get in for free. Catch Rob Black and Rob Black and Your Money live on the Bay Area Airwaves. Weekday mornings from 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW and streaming live on the KDOW radio app or kdow.biz. I'm uh, Robert Black. My friends call me Robert Black. If you call me Rob Black, that basically means you know me from radio and TV. I was given the name Rob Black when I started working in television because they're really into branding. Really, really big time into branding. And uh, it really shows, if you think about it, how important it is for some companies to protect their brand. Uh, you've probably heard stories at times that Disney has done things like gone into nurseries and said, you can't paint Mickey Mouse on the walls here. You have to pay us. That's a, a trademarkish image. Same thing with Snoopy. Can you imagine if someone uh, painted a mural in San Francisco of, like Snoopy pooping on the a homeless shelter? Charles Schultz would be like, his, his estate would be very, very upset because they still make hundreds of millions of dollars being licensed. My Halloween costume one year, because I'm a business person, was the dinner X-Man. You know, uh, you just basically get a bathrobe, you wet your hair down, you put shaving cream on your hair every 30 minutes, straight down a line, and like, this side of my hair is tingling. This side of my hair is not. This side of my hair is tingling. This side of my hair is not. Um, and it shows you, like, do you remember that commercial? The dinner X dandruff, you know, and uh, at the end of the commercial... He was no longer wiping flakes off his shoulder. You know, like maybe his best buddy. Hey, buddy, like there's this really hot girl at work I want to ask out. He goes, buddy, you can't ask her out. You've got flakes on your shoulder. Or ring around the collar, whisk. So branding is super important. Protect your brand. Um, headlines today teach us a lot of things. Representative Katie Hill said she's quitting Congress because she's feared what might come next after publications of nude photos. My advice, parents, one of the things that you're going to have to really focus on, I know a lot of parents want their kids to read books. I know a lot of kids want their kids to get really good at math and science. 
you're gonna have to teach them a lot of digital manners, things not to do, things not to do. Samsung had another very good, horrible, not so good year. No good, no nothing great. Um, and it's actually kind of interesting. Samsung is in the news again today for what they can't do right. You almost see Apple doing, like, they almost have a Midas touch, but they don't. They've made some horrible product through the years. Like, the Newton was horrible. Samsung's in the news again, and again, it's not for the positive. It's not like they're catching up on Apple. It's not like they sell a lot more phones. They just can't make money off of them, and they seem to always try to push ahead of Apple, only to find out, whoops, that foldable phone wasn't that good of an idea. Security flaws in its Galaxy S10, a corruption case involving the heir apparent JE. 2019 was no bueno year for Samsung. So I bring up Samsung and Apple. Again, as branding, as imaging, right? Um, forgive me, Father, when I say this. Forgive me, Father, because I'm about to send. Samsung's for ghetto people. Apple has gotten this brand in my head that it's a luxury item. When, I, when my friends have a Samsung phone, I'm like, let me see it. Let me see if it's really as bad as they say it is. I'm like, oh, it's horrible. It's horrible. And what that may really mean is I just like the stuff that I like. And I've been branded well enough and poisoned with it, so to speak. But the world's top smartphone maker, and I'm not saying Apple. I'm saying Samsung had a PR nightmare. The flagship folding phone that they put in the hands of reviewers instantly started to crack and bust. Like, why, why didn't internal review catch that? I'm curious on that one. Their Galaxy S10 had a glaring security flaw in its fingerprint recognition. And then they did a space selfie satellite, which crashed into a Michigan couple's garden this weekend. Now, how in the name of hell do you have a satellite that's and you want it to do selfies? And do you remember a couple years ago at the Academy Awards? I think it was Ellen, maybe. She got a selfie with like all the major nominees. It was a, it was a Samsung commercial, right? So try to figure that out when you invest in individual companies. If you want to be smart, invest in the S and P five hundred. It's at record highs on pretty regular levels, seven out of ten years. It's not always going to be that way. And let's hope some years there's some bad years. So when you're buying $20,000 of, of investments, you're getting them cheaper than if you're buying them at all-time highs. But branding super important and the easy way to avoid getting caught and sucked up in, like, maybe misinterpretation. You know, I said, I think Samsungs are for poor people, for ghetto people, for the, the people who are not, how shall we say, affluent. And I'm just an idiot. I'm just a jerk. You go to the gym and you're like, wow, that person who's working out is in really good shape. And look, they've got a Apple AirPods. Wow, I've never seen those before. I'm going to go talk to them. But we're going to remember this one for a while. The Samsung self-servicing glitzy space selfie balloon contraption um, wasn't terribly well thought out product. It's kind of like, remember, um, there was a TV show in the 70s, maybe 80s, called WKRP in Cincinnati. It was about a radio station, and if you ever really want to see what radio is like, it's nothing like that. But in the 70s, maybe it was Dr. Johnny Fever. Um, they had a big stunt to get publicity, to get the brand of the radio station out. At Thanksgiving, they, they threw turkeys out of a helicopter to let them free and fly and go. 
only to see the turkeys come crashing down to earth because they can't fly and it was a massacre. Bad publicity? Good publicity. Sometimes people say no publicity is bad publicity. And uh, the heir apparent to Apple, uh, to Samsung, is back in court on some bribery charges in South Korea. Now, again, when you get an heir apparent kind of situation, that's not good. And a lot of these businesses stay in the families. American businesses, I know this is going to sound horrible, U.S. businesses, we are mean. We are cutthroat. In Europe, you can't get away with what, what you get away with in the United States. The, the laws are different. The libel laws are different. Our ability to like be cutthroat and fire people and uh, be cutthroat and to uh, shut down whole cities it kind of makes us unique. And again, here's where it becomes, what type of person do you want to be? Do you want to be a good person, a better person? And, and corporations are defined as people by um, the IRS. And when you learn that, you know, a really good example of uh, branding and, and messaging right now is PG&E in California. A week ago when they shut off the power, people freaked out. People freaked out. I, I, I can't get dressed for work in the morning. I don't have any light. People freaked out. I, I go outside, there's no wind. And then one week later, they shut off power. And there's still one of the biggest wildfires that you could imagine. If this were to be happening in Virginia or Texas or Maine, people would be losing their minds. But it's becoming status quo for us. And how PG&E manages their image here will tell you if it's an investable stock down the road or not. I'm nowhere going to be close to that one. Too many people hate it. Government officials make it way too easy to hate them. Who's liable for the power lines? Who owns the power lines? It's not PG&E. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Pick up the phone. Give us a call. Let's talk investments. Let's talk money. Let's talk getting you to retirement. Want the podcast with music? Find the link to the other version of the podcast by going to Rob Black's Twitter. His handle is at Rob Black Show. Listen to Rob Black and Your Money weekday mornings, 7 to 9 on AM 1220 KDOW. The Hyam Sisters. The Hyam Sisters. Pretty cute video. The little bit of your love, little of your love. And again, the only reason I bring this up is um, I try not to watch ABC, NBC, CBS kind of television with my young ones. So if they like a song, we'll look it up on YouTube and watch the video. Video was done by Paul Thomas Anderson, who's a big time major Hollywood director. And you're always wondering, like, what sort of talents do they have other than like making Tom Cruise jump through a portal universe and shatter a window and shoot someone with a gun upside down? They did a nice job in the video. Um Girls walking down the street in a one-cut shot. Um, in the one-cut shots, the kind of the if you're going to you know lip sync and do a little dance and do a little clapping, that ain't that easy to do. Um, and I think it was Venice, downtown Venice. Um, so they must have shut down the city like at five in the morning and said, "You guys got one hour, make it work." Anyhow, and anyway, um, I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Microsoft beats Amazon for a Defense Department cloud contract. Ladies and gentlemen, in this corner, 
when I talked about Microsoft and Samsung, you learn to compare stocks long before you fall in love with one. Because you could say, okay, the overall stock market, you believe in, check. Then you could say, cell phones, people are always looking at their phones, and people are always sending out memes about being connected to your devices, about, like, step out and kiss a girl, go out and, and live life. So you know phones are a thing. So you know that the sector's good, you know, technology's good, you know, the stock market's good. Then you get down into individual companies. Now, let's come back to that in a second. The fourth thing you're looking for in will your stock go higher or lower in the future is visibility. Now, a great example of that is when Apple comes out with a brand new kicking prop phone that's just off the shelf. It's off the hook. It's all that in a bucket of chicken. They announce it in September and they get the excitement. People go, ooh. Now, before they announce it in September, the Chinese companies who manufactured someone on the factory floor gets all wise and takes a picture of it and leaks it. So we kind of know what's coming. We kind of speculate. We build up. We think their future is going to be better than expected because we're like, wait, wait, why are there three lenses on that? Wait, 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 wait. Why does it have a rounded bevel? What's around a bevel? Hey, where did the home button go? So we could kind of, so the visibility, like I want, you hear the buzz, or you can go, oh, it looks like last year's phone, and then Apple has to start their own leaks and say, well, yes, maybe it does, but it's got nighttime mode, or yes, maybe it does, but it's got free TV services. So the visibility going forward, there's four things that move your stock higher. Is the stock market moving higher or lower? I think it does because it's capitalism. Then the sector, does the sector move higher or lower? That's a little bit trickier because like a healthcare sector could get politicians involved and say, we want free healthcare for everyone. Or it could say, we want to help everyone get healthcare. It's not going to be free. You're going to pay your own way. So they're going to get a bigger set of a pool of people, some more sick than others, but everyone's going to have to do it. Therefore, they'll make their money. So see how politicians can frame that same argument two different ways? So a sector could be under attack for different reasons. Social media, under technology. You know, we get all these wonderful free services of, they've saved every picture of my ugly kid ever. Every picture of my vacations that I, I, I enjoyed in the moment with stress and I getting myself drunk because I can't really afford it. But here's a great picture of my feet in the sand. But Facebook has that other side of it. Like, oh, wait, wait, why am I getting alcohol rehab ads all of a sudden kind of thing. How do they know so much about me? So a sector can get into like in fuego and really hot and sexy, or it can become a problem. Then you get the individual company versus other companies that are similar, but then you get into the visibility. Those are the four things that move a stock higher. A couple of years ago when uh, basically cigarette companies in the United States, there's like six or seven of them. And then we're like, the Surgeon General is putting graphic images of cancer and black lungs on, on packages of cigarettes. This product will kill you. Suddenly, the, the visibility became very, very low. Very similar to Juul. Juul had a, what, a $30 billion valuation by the big tobacco companies. And we learned that these flavored uh, pods are getting kids addicted. Or was that the messaging that we get? Was that the branding that we got? What's killing the people vaping? Is it the stuff you're buying at the store? Is it the stuff you're buying from a kid in, in high school who put it together in his house? I know you're saying that's not exactly how it works, Rob. But 
in the idea. So the final thing that, that sets up, after we get through the whole visibility thing, it's, it's companies. So when I say like Amazon's quarter wasn't the best quarter in Amazon Web Services, I'm actually going to say that about two quarters. The current quarter they just closed, they had the slowest AWS ever. Not ever. Slowest AWS quarter-to-quarter uh, -quarter growth. And as that quarter came to a close, the Trump administration gave a $10 billion contract, not a small contract, to a competitor of Amazon Web Services, Microsoft. So now, again, Web Services, where have we heard this? Apple has a web service. They'll back up your camera. $2.99 a month for 50 gig or something like that. That's 36 bucks a year, right? Wall Street loves that. We love it. We love it. We love it. It's like chocolate pudding. And then you can put some like uh, graham cracker crust on it. It's like chocolate pudding pie. Woo! -hoo! Subscription. Subscriptions are hot. So who else does web services? Well, we know Microsoft does. Have you gotten on to Outlook 365? It's a web service, right? They host the software. It's no longer yours. You just have the right to rent it for you. Wall Street loves it. I'm sitting on a computer right now where I bought Microsoft Outlook 12 years ago. Still works fine. I'm not using the web service. I've got more than my money out of it this time than if I were to use the web service if I were to get in the computer to crash in the first three years. So Wall Street loves subscriptions. And Amazon basically said, hey, we're building this great big book company. And we're going to add videos to it and music to it. And we're going to host all this music as well. While we're at it, why don't we just buy some extra equipment and rent it out to people and call it Amazon Web Services? There's other companies that have to do what we have to do. So Amazon was there. They're in it. Apple's there. They're in it. The competition has been slowly but surely getting there. Software.com was probably the first on a lot of levels. Adobe used to be able to buy their product one-off. You might still be able to. I don't think so. But I'll tell you what, everyone in the radio industry bought it one-off when we heard they are going web services because the, the, it's awesome software, Adobe Edition. And you don't need the latest, greatest version of it to put your mouth to a microphone, record something, hit save, and then edit it. The new versions that are web-oriented have a lot more bells and whistles, but typically this is just an audio file. So I bought mine. I have the hard copy of it. I can uninstall it from a computer and install it on another one. I'll use that baby for years. I know you're saying, you don't use Apple for your editing audio? I don't. I don't, because I learned. And again, this is with the power of branding and marketing. I learned how to use Adobe Edition 20 years ago, and I'm too old. Old dogs don't learn new tricks. They, they bitch and moan about them, and they, they, they cry, and they, they wet their pants. We don't like it. We don't like change. PG&E plans to plunge 2.8 million Californians into darkness. I have a big question about this one. Is when are we going to start talking about the financial ramifications of losing power? We will. But when you look at the map right now of where power's out, there's a lot of businesses there. I saw one company uh, watching these. I, I'm older. I'll admit it. I watch the news. Um, I was watching one company who's like, let's just call it Taco uh, Taco Chiritos. 
they decided to stay open through the fires because they knew people were going to be driving through and looting and cops were going to be driving through and police officers were going to be driving through and firefighters were going to be driving through. And they just closed their, their doors and went and drive through only. And I was like, that's pretty smart until it's not. You know what I'm saying? 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. Being frugal is not a bad thing in any way, shape, or form. I have more than enough money to last till the day I die. I could eat out at a restaurant every day till the day I die. I'd probably hasten my death, but I'd also like go, man, when I was younger, I'd never do that. What's your frugal habit? I love leftovers. I like cooking my own meals. I got to admit, when I'm by myself in a big city, in a big town, in a new, new city I've never been in, I'm like, let's go find their best steak. I once dated a woman whose father had a thing on prime rib. He wanted to find the best prime rib in the world. So every time he traveled for business, he was, he was trying different prime ribs. One day, he took me to his favorite prime rib place, and it sucked. But I get it. We hunt for perfection. <clears throat> do you style your own hair? Eh, I know people that do. What is your area where you're frugal? Mitt Romney buys his golf clubs at Kmart. I don't believe it, but that's what he tells us. One billionaire or $6 billion, an early investor in Google, a guy named David Sheraton. He says when having dinner at a nice restaurant, he saves half of his meal for the next day. I kind of I kind of agree with that. If you can get a steak for $40, might as well get the supersized one for 50 and make two meals out of it instead of one for 40 right? I know you're saying you're out of touch today, Rob. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. Big seminar coming up in November. Sign up at newfocusfinancial.com. Don't forget, there's another hour of today's show to listen to. Find it now at kdow.biz or on the KDOW radio app. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. One of the things, or, you know, getting wealthy, getting rich, whatever you want to call it, getting enough to have money so you don't have to work till the day you die, I'm pretty sure we all have different reasons why we, what we call rich in our head. One of the things you have to do is you got to earn more money or save more money or invest more money. And also along the way, you have to learn how to lose less money. A great way to lose money is to participate holidays in crowds. If you decide you want to fly back east to be with your crowded family, it's going to cost you more money than if you do it the week before, the week after. Thanksgiving airfares, even prices and miles can be off the charts, especially if you've waited till the 11th hour to book. And it's about the 10th hour. If you're going to be booking, you should do it sooner rather than later. Booking airfare through a bank portal such as a Chase Ultimate Rewards Travel like I, I use the Chase Sapphire Reserve, and my miles look good. But if I use their portal to book through it, it's even better. I get 50% more miles. So if you need flexibility, you can lock in an award ticket that's free to change or cancel. Southwest is especially generous in that regard. Some airlines have same-day change policies that can gamble. you can gamble with, but I always feel like it's a gamble other than Southwest. And again, how is how much is that branding? How much is it the other? How much is it is irresponsible? 
that's probably a good question to ask out loud in large part because United isn't exactly the easiest one to negotiate with when you need last second airfare changes that aren't going to cost you a thousand dollars for a $200 flight. So markets opened higher in the green today across the board record highs. And again, it's, um, happy days. I, again, like it, it, you can't get excited about it. Do you remember a month or two ago when the markets were down? Do you remember three months ago when people are like, ah, oh, this is it. Oh, I feel the big ones coming. And it, it could have been tied towards oil prices or Putin or Trump. It could have been tied towards, uh, the tax cuts are behind us now by over a year. So the, the numbers aren't going to look inflated. A couple months ago, it was pretty tough, and we were only down, what, 10%, 5% from the all-time highs? That ain't tough. You know you have an understanding of what you're doing when you've gone through not one, not two, not three, but four or five recessions. And it could be the economic recession, or it could be the stock market recession. I once had a girlfriend say the sweetest thing about me. She goes, Rob, you go from perfect weight to 20 pounds overweight, you never go 20 pounds overweight. You go back down to the perfect weight. And I was like, oh, she gets me. She understands me. You have to have that same kind of relationship with the stock market. There's going to be days where you kick yourself in the, in, the, in the head going, why did I do this? A couple weeks ago, you saw shares of Apple. And I'm not using Apple because I own it. I'm using it because it was a dramatic story. It goes down to 165 200, everyone's like, Warren Buffett bought Apple. He bought more Apple, he said. You know that that one of the richest guys in the world thing? But look at it now. It's down 15% from where he bought it. Stupid billionaire out of touch. And the next thing you know, it surges 60 points to an all-time high. I'm not saying it's going to do it again. I'm not saying there's any guarantee because there's not. But the guarantee that I would give you if I were legally allowed to, and I'm not, is, look, the market goes higher 7 out of 10 years. You can count on it. I see, that's why I can't do it. I can't say you can count on it. I can't use an old Southern lawyer. I will be your, your attorney, so I can guarantee you will not be convicted. You can't use guarantees. So when you hear about people guaranteeing 7%, it's against the law. Or they're not being watched by anyone i.e. they have freedom of speech because for whatever reason. If you hear anyone talking about stocks, you typically will hear that they don't guarantee anything. You've heard me say once, you've heard me say it a hundred times. Consult a broker advisor before taking action on any stocks mentioned. Past performance is not indicative of future results. Um, anyway, Louis Vuitton is buying Tiffany. Man, would it be a good thing or a bad thing if Louis Vuitton went down? There's a theory out there that I'm holding on to and I'm trying to grasp my head around that activists are really in touch with millennials. And millennials have a lot of buying power. And one of the things, one of the things activists want us not to do is don't consume too much. And I'm reading some research right now about how activism could just terribly destroy the clothing industry. Because younger people are like, I need new winter clothes. I need new 
frugal, I have the same business jacket for five to seven years before I toss it and throw it out. I have two of them in rotation. I have two pairs of jeans in rotation. I don't buy a lot of stuff. I have more money than you because I'm frugal in my head. But then again, I have things that I splurge on, right? So I'm wondering if the high-end luxury will ever become frugalized. Millennials and the millennial mindset at this point in time is less is more. They don't need a complicated house with big TVs and wires everywhere because they don't have a big house. They're more than willing to watch a lot of TV on laptops and on phones. Now, again, they're not going to say no 60-inch TV, but they, they can get by without it. So studying the millennials and how they're becoming more frugal and activists, their friends are telling them, you know, don't be a consumer, don't be a consumer. Will it play out on LVMH, Louis Vuitton Moet Hemenesi? who is talking about a possible transaction to buy Tiffany's, which I consider diamonds one of the dumbest things on the planet. They're pretty. I get it. They're a rock. I get it. They're, they got some rareness to them. I get it. They've got some perfection to it. I get it. But over $10,000, $20,000, dollars on jewelry, that's the Tiffany's way. That's the Louis Vuitton Moe Hennessy. I'll never do it. I wouldn't want to do it. But again, I'm not materialistic. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial. Big seminar coming up, newfocusfinancial.com. You can sign up and use the code RADIO25 to get in for free.